What does God really think about you? Do you think you've made so many mistakes that he must hate you by now? Has the pain, shame, and guilt of your past held you in captivity and left you wondering if there's any hope left for you? Maybe you're one of those who've been so hurt by church leaders and church people that you have all but given up on God. Well, I'm here to tell you that today is turnaround time. This is where we draw a line in the sand and tell the enemy it's this far and no more. This is the Sounds of Surviving Overcomers Overcome podcast. So-so, and I'm your host, Melinda Brown. goodness I'm still here don't you love that song hi guys my name is Melinda and I'm so glad that you're here if you're listening to this well at this point you're probably someone that knows me your friend or family thank you for your support guys all right the reason why I'm here to be honest, is I feel like I'm on an assignment from the Lord. And I know that sounds like a pretty risky statement, but that's okay because I'm just going to say it like it is. He has told me flat out to just have fun and be myself. Have that childlike fun. So that's what I'm doing. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm submitting to the Holy Spirit and allowing God to use me as a vessel to speak whatever it is he wants to say to whoever it is he wants to say it to. So if you're listening, even if you're a friend, someone in my family, or someone who knows me, God has something in store for you. At this point, because my books aren't published yet, (laughs) nobody knows me, and quite frankly, I like it that way. But God has other plans, and my number one desire is to walk in his will and to be obedient to what he says. So I'm here and I trust him. Do with this podcast whatever it is that he wants to do with it. Because I know I wouldn't be sitting here right now doing something I have no clue how to do. In a time of my life where I have a lot going on, I'm in full-time school, I work two jobs, which equals more than a full-time job. And I spend most of my time in the Word, studying, reading, doing my assignments for my classes in school. And I'll fill all of you in on all that later. But I really feel like this is a mission from him. And as I step out in obedience, he'll reveal bit by bit more of why he asked me to do this. And it all started with a yes, to be honest. It started with last September, I was sitting on the front porch of an empty house And I said, Lord, all right, whatever there's left inside of me that needs to be touched and healed and dealt with, let's do it. You have my complete surrender because all I want to do is make a difference on this planet. All I want to do is I want to preach to the nations, to be honest. Like I want to tell other people the story about how God set me free through establishing the weight of his love in my heart. How his love set me free from myself how he set me free from other people's opinions how he set me free from my past and shame and pain and abuse and all of those things how am i still here and i want to say 
that the song that I used to open this up with is by Nicole Nordeman, and it's called Sound of Surviving. And I'm calling this podcast The Sounds of Surviving. Overcomers overcome. So basically, sozo. It didn't start out that way. God just gave me that the other day. And I was like, wow, that sounds like sozo. S-O-Z-O. And he said, it does and it is. While the play on words, the acronym, S-O-S-O-O, it means the same as S-O-Z-O, which is saved, healed, and delivered. So I think God gave us a clue on what he's going to use this podcast for. And I love that. Absolutely love that. And that was easy. Just like anything that God calls you to do. The hard thing about what God calls you to do is actually making the decision to take the risk and do it. Because you have to battle yourself a lot of times. And sometimes you have to battle the opinions of other people. But once you get through that, God just, he just does it, guys. He just does it. So the reason why I use this for the opening, I'm going to choose different songs for different podcasts. But this one in particular, I looked up what the meaning behind it is. And she says, this song's really about someone in the middle of a fight and not on the other side of it. She said, I think it's profoundly important to tell others and God and each other, I'm still here. I'm still fighting. So if you're still here, guys, you are still fighting. You're still in the fight. You haven't given up. Celebrate that. Because I'll tell you what, there is a love that you've never known that wants to reveal himself to you. He is the lover of everything about you, planned you from the beginning of time to be born for such a time as this, and he has a plan for you. He has a perfect, awesome plan for your life. And it's time to get on with that, don't you think? It's easy to talk about something hard that's far behind us. The struggle, the one, you know, that's way back there. that was once paralyzing but now safely in the blurry distance we say blurry distant things about it we exhale gratitude and relief for whatever it is we walked through climbed over or defeated we love and lean in for stories with redemptive endings that was then we say to each other with fresh eyes toward the future those words come easily But it's harder for our hearts to find words when we are in the very center of the fight. The right now of a crisis, it's hard for our soul to find a song that sings clear and strong from a place of fear and trembling. We pace and weep and stare at our ceilings in the dark hours. We pray and pray and place our shaky, hopeful confidence up on the altar before a loving and patient God who knows that come midnight, we will sneak in and frantically snatch it back. People who love us say things to us like, hang on, you've got this. And they are all talking about a season or the stretch of a hard highway. But you assume they're talking about the next five minutes, which is hang on and hang in there that you've got. You wonder if you'll ever be the person on the other side of it, the one that's talking about what you've lived through, what you actually survived. You swear that someday you'll write songs or sonnets or checks to anyone who has the magic wand and can fix what seems unfixable right now. But now is all you really have and all you really need. What does the sound of surviving really sound like? In real life, it's not the roar of a warrior on a mountaintop. It's not some chest-thumping hollow or victory lap. It's decidedly not a string of feel-good phrases or cliched comfort. It is so often a small and lonely whisper into the darkness. I'm still here. It's the tiniest shimmer of belief that even in the valley of the shadow of death, you are not walking or falling or crawling alone. I'm still here, you say, to your body and the way it's failing you. I'm still here, you say, to the broken relationship slipping away. I'm still here, you say to your empty arms and to your agony. I'm still here, you say to your fear and to the unknown. 
Just a whisper in the dark. And then there's a whisper back from love himself. I'm here too. This is the sound of surviving. You know how many times I felt like I was going under and drowning and I would paddle really hard and get my face up above the water and I'd be like, I'm still here. I'm here. Can anyone see me? Have you ever had one of those dreams where you're like opening your mouth and you're trying to scream and you're trying to get someone to hear you and you're, you feel like you're screaming at the top of your lungs but no sound is coming out? Have you ever felt that way? Oh man, I have. So throughout these podcasts, I'm going to be sharing my story And I'm also going to be interviewing some friends who are going to share their stories. At the end of the day, everybody has a story to tell. Everybody. You are significant. If you are on this planet, you're significant. You matter to God. And this is why I'm doing this podcast, friends. Because this is for the ones in the fight. I mean, I have come out and come of and come through a lot. My son-in-law gave me a word last night because he had posted something on social media and said, like this and I'll give you a word. So I gave it a like and woke up early and and checked my social media because I was awake and I saw that he had replied and he said, I see a rock on the beach with water splashing up against it and that's where you thrive. Immediately I knew that that was the Holy Spirit because that would accurately describe me. I thrive in the waves that are crashing and hitting me. I thrive in knowing how far God has brought me and in knowing that if he brought me this far, he'll bring me farther still. He has never given up on me. He never stopped loving me. He always believed in me. And while people change and times change and seasons change, he never changes. The Bible says that his word is the same yesterday, today, and always. He's the one thing in this unpredictable world that you can count on. And man, that gives me peace, guys. But what I didn't know about him almost destroyed me. Because see, I didn't know who I was to him. I didn't know that this salvation life, this Christian life, was a real tangible love relationship between a child and their father who wants to walk you through every single detail of your life every day all day long that he is a personal intimate God that wants to laugh with you have fun with you cry with you lead you guide you speak to you listen to you he wants to be your best friend and guys come on it takes a lot of faith to be an atheist it takes a lot of faith not to believe in any god at all so why is it so easy to believe that there is no god i'll tell you why because the gospel is offensive grace is offensive it is offensive to think that a god who loves you and must punish sin sent a savior that took upon himself everything that you deserve and in exchange gave you what he really deserved. He deserved the walk that we can walk now. He deserved the freedom. He was without sin, but he became sin so that we can be set free once and for all. And I started to chase after him. And it's been a process, friends. It's been a battle because the enemy wants to keep you in bondage. He's after your soul and he gets access to your soul through your mind, through your unrenewed mind. So while your spirit might get saved, you're still in bondage. And a bound Christian, guys, that's an oxymoron. 
that shouldn't even be a thing. But I didn't know what I didn't know. And like I said, what I didn't know almost killed me. There's a reason why the Word of God tells us that my people perish for a lack of knowledge. But once you do know, you can't say that you didn't. And once I tasted the real, personal, tangible love of God, it was a game changer. Everything changed. Man, I realized that the thoughts I would allow myself to think about myself were actually sin. They were lies. They were lies to keep me held back from being and doing everything that God said I could be and do. Because it's all for His glory. Every single thing good about me is found in the person of Christ Jesus. And that's it. Outside of Him, nothing good about me, guys. And there's nothing good about you outside of Him. I don't care what kind of philosophy tries to tell you that people, human beings are basically good people. No, they're not. Just spend some time with a two-year-old. We are born into sin. You don't have to teach a child how to be bad. You have to teach a child how to be good. I'm so thankful that my eyes were open. I had a passionate desire to know the truth for myself, aside from any teaching from anyone else. At the same time, I really needed to have good, solid, healthy, on fire for God believers around me as I was navigating. Sometimes I had some and sometimes I didn't. This is going to be my story. It's also an introduction to my upcoming book series called The Nudge Series. And I don't even know what else, (laughs) what other doors God's going to open. I do know that I'm going to be obedient and steward the little to the best of my ability with his help. I want you to stay tuned. Listen for my first interview, which is going to be with my daughter, my oldest daughter. I have five kids. My oldest daughter is 29 and she lives in Hawaii with her husband and two children, my two beautiful G-babes. And she's going to share a little testimony. And we both shed some tears. We didn't rehearse anything beforehand. It was real and raw. Super powerful. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss it. So as you get to know me and hear my story, my prayer is that uh, you'll stick with us and you'll just allow this process of whatever God wants to do with this podcast to have its way in your life. And I'd love to hear feedback from you. I'm going to put my email in the notes here. Right now I'm working on a website, also my blog page. So these are things that are just unfolding as we go. And I'm so glad you're here. So I hope you'll subscribe to this and share it with other people that you think will really benefit from it. And we'll see you next time on the Sozo Podcast. Love y'all. It's history.